This is your guide to succeeding as an entrepreneurial leader. Whether you're in business, a parent, or part of a community project, we can all be entrepreneurial leaders. With your host, Jeanette Seibley, the Leadership Results Coach, and a variety of experts in leadership, you'll learn how to create extraordinary work and life results, stand up and speak up, make more money and have more fun, and get out of your own way. The biggest challenge is we don't like to ask for help and get stuck as do-it-yourselfers. Well, not anymore. Now here's your host, Jeanette Seibley, ready to help you become a successful entrepreneurial leader. My name is Jeanette Seibley, and I'm the Leadership Results Coach and your host. My guest today is Deborah Eckerling, and she focuses on how to grow your business by getting you on the right path with your goals. Now, for many of you listening, goal setting is one of those G words that we don't like to talk about. And I've rarely experienced anyone like uh, Deborah that embraces goals. So, Deborah, welcome. So talk a little bit about what are goals and how can we make them work for us and why do you embrace them? Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk about the G word with you (laughs) and your community. And the reason I'm going to answer your questions probably in a different order, but that's fine. We make our own rules. I love goals because you can't get what you want unless you know what that is. Mm. And the best way to to embrace and love goals is to start with that that foundation when you think about the life you want what does that look like so it all starts from there and i'm a huge fan of dreaming big i mean if you're gonna dream about your life you might as well dream (laughs) like because everything is is it's not anything is probable it's not just possible when you First of all, figure out what you want, what you're building towards, and then do the things you need to do to turn that life you want into reality. So we start with that visualization, and then we do a little bit of work to figure out what that intention is. So I created the DEB method, which is my system of goal setting simplified. And DEB stands for determine your mission, explore your options, brainstorm your path. And it really boils down to, if you do no other letter of my name, (laughs) the D, determine your mission. And it's very simply, you start with the visualization, but not just visualize, create something concrete that represents it. So if your dream is to have a New York Times number one bestseller, get a copy of that bestseller list and scratch out number one and put your name and your book title there. If your dream is to be Forbes 50, over 50 or under 50 or whatever 50, find that current list and mock it up. So your picture and your bio is on it. So whatever it is that is going to be motivating for you, or even if it's that elusive work-life balance, visualize what that means to you and then create a picture so you're looking at it to keep your eye on the prize. So that is really the first step. And if you've done that, you're like so much closer than everybody else 
because people are like, oh yeah, I just want, you know, fame, fortune, money, success. Well, great. But if you don't know what that looks like for you, you're just going to be chasing and you might be going down the wrong path. You don't know. And I think a lot of people do. I mean, it's, we, we want, like you said, a lot of money. We want to be happy. We want this. We want that. And yet we don't create the goals to support that. So if you were to define a goal, how would you define it such that, and give us an example of how that's worked for you. Okay. Can I back up again and then move forward? Of course. Okay. okay great. <laughs> well, so you start with that visualization and then take inventory of where you are now. So write your current bio. What is your life look like in its current form? Or and it can even be aspirational. There's a highlighting, bragging, you know, underlining and italicizing the things that you're really passionate about. And then think about your future bio. What do you want your life to be a year from now, six months, five years? And the time it is not what matters as much as it's what you want your future you to be. And this is something you want to write in the third person in the present tense. So you write it as if it's already happening. Mm. So you've got where you are and where you're going. Because if you don't know that piece, you can't set goals to get there. So instead of writing, I will, or maybe someday, or boy, you'd really like to have this, but instead what you're saying is write them. I am, Deborah Eckerling is the first person people think of when they hear the word goal. (laughs) Jeanette Seidley is the number one best-selling, well, you probably, you are anyway, of these books (laughs) and the go-to expert when it comes to this and parts of it true but and I remember when I did my TEDx talk I reached out to a couple friends building friend clients building businesses and one had an international business and two million downloads from her TED talk wow and another had his book as a bestseller translated into 12 languages and the book hadn't come out yet. So whatever, when you're looking at that life, write down what that says, look at that, that Forbes write up of you in the future. And what does that say about you? And then all you have to do is create it. (laughs) Well, I I love how, I love how easy you make it. Because a lot of people, I, I'm sure, because I, I felt a little bit of my own resistance coming up in, in what you were saying. But I think some of us are just afraid to dream big because we're afraid. Uh, and we were just talking about this before we started our recording. We're afraid of being judged for our goals. Can you say a little bit more about that? Because goals are so personal. You know what I mean? It, absolutely. And if you feel like you're being judged for your goals, then frankly, you're just hanging around with the wrong people. Goals are for you, maybe for your loved ones, you know, partner or spouse, whatever. But those goals, those really big dream, big goals, that that's like, it's like a secret. It's like the best secret. When you know what your life is going to be, that's something you can really hold tight and use that to motivate you to keep moving forward. The problem when you share 
anything with anybody is you may get encouraged in the wrong direction or discouraged from the right direction. So even when you share like a draft of a book or an article you are writing or beta readers, uh, beta users for a course, the people that you allow, you gift with sneak previewing your material before you hit send or send or the link, whatever to anybody, make sure you are secure and confident in what you're sending because that way when you get feedback, you can look at it objectively. And think about that with goals as well. You know, you're going to run an empire. Great, good for you. <laughs> but if you truly believe it and you have the steps in place and you are actually creating this, great. Or you have that plan, wonderful. It's still nobody's business. I have become, a, there is an art and a craft to being vague about goals. I have been leading goal groups for years and you can post, what are your goals for the week? What it, it's to your one Thursday. What was your biggest win this week? You can be very specific saying, oh, I just completed the draft of this or this week I'm going to write my next version of this course. Or you could say, I'm gonna work five hours on my project or I wrote 10,000 words this week on something. You can state your accomplishments without giving people too much information. So it's still mostly a secret, but finding ways to be, to hold yourself accountable or to let other people celebrate with you, they don't need to know the details. <laughs> they just need to know you did something awesome. And so that that's a huge problem is you get so many influences. So why would you share your goals? Yeah. Don't write them to, and I'm, we're, we'll fast forward and we'll back up. When you write your goals, write them where you can see them, look at them every day so you see what you're working towards. And it can be, just take your phone and put it as the wallpaper on your phone. Or, oh, that's the other thing I like is for your visualization, put it as a picture on your phone, make it your screensaver. I've got, right now my screensaver is The Dev Show, which is the name of my podcast because it is something I'm working toward getting more reviews, more acknowledgement, you know, really getting it out there even more. So when I look at my phone and I see the dev show, it makes me happy because it's something that I am creating that is going to have a huge impact on others, which goes back to there, there are two more little points and little big points in the D. So once <laughs> you know where you are and where you're going, I recommend writing your mission statement. You know, who are you? What makes you unique? What do you do? And most importantly, how do you help? Because the help factor, that's the fuel. So I you uh, you know how I'm unique, but I'll repeat it. <laughs> I, um, Deborah Eckerling is a goal strategist and consultant who helps people figure out what they want and how to get it through her book, speaking and consulting workshops. So they can lead a better life and in turn help other people. So your mission can be very long and very clunky as I just used me as an example, which is why the motto is so important. It is a shortened version of your mission. So as you are setting your goals, as you're evaluating opportunities, you've got this barometer 
this decision tree of which you can base everything. So my motto is goal setting simplified. So whether I'm speaking or writing an article or teaching or consulting, it all has that simplified in mind because I believe changing your life is challenging enough. The instructions need to be easy. So I made the instructions really easy. <laughs> so and talk I a little bit more about writing goals down. Um, I know I personally had a big breakthrough a couple decades ago in actually writing down goals. I was so afraid to do that. Because, you know, I was like a lot of people where we take the annual, let's write our goals down, you know, our resolutions, whatever for the year, right? And then they sort of find their way into a desk drawer and usually at the bottom, right? And so the following year, we pull them out, we go, ooh, you know, because we haven't really done anything or we kind of sort of did kind of maybe, but again, it wasn't at the forefront. So what are the tricks or what are the ways that we can write down goals that actually are meaningful to us that we could actually uh, fulfill? You want to start by writing goals that are in alignment with who you are, with your mission, right. with your motto. So um, without getting too in the weeds, so E in Dev Method is explore your options. So you've got this mission, think about, or even better yet, write down free write what that means to you so explore i want to be the number one in this or i want to be the top of this company what does that mean what do you need to do to create to learn in order to make that happen so you start with this massive brain dump for lack of a better word because there is no better but, word but what about people that have no aspirations to be number one or be the the head of any company how would they do that well what do they want do they want work-life balance write out what that means for you or i want to get a promotion or i want to learn something but it and this is really and i'm so glad you asked that maybe you just want a hobby your goals don't have to be big life-changing goals. Maybe it's you just want a hobby. Great. Where do I start? Start by writing down what are the different things you can explore. Is it a sport? Do I want to be knitting? Do I want to learn to cook? And use that for your free writing exercise. I This is the year I'm going to actually find a hobby, commit to it, and use it to enrich my life. Well, what does that mean? So start by writing it out and then think of look at what you've written and see what jumps out at you because you do know the answer so whether mm -hmm. it is a big thing or a small thing just write it on down and then say okay i want to do this well what goals do i need to set to make that happen perfect and then when you're writing your goals well two things first of all before you make your goal list i want you to make your win list the end of you can do this daily monthly, or just make it simple at the end of the year, what were your five to 10 biggest wins of the year and your win list, you should look at alongside your goal list because you've accomplished this. So of course you totally accomplished that. So write your win list and then write your goal list. And I recommend also personal goals along with professional goals, easy goals along with reach goals, because you want things that you're going to, you know, you're going to do, but you also want things that you can aspire to because 
isn't that kind of the point of setting goals? It is. Um, It is. So how do we go? So So we have them written down. Mm -hmm. Um, You've talked about visualization. You've talked about the structure of putting them on, you know, put them in on your uh, screensaver, uh, putting them up on your bulletin board, what have you. But how do you actually go about then fulfilling on them? Because I think that's the piece that a lot of times people get a little squirrely about because they're not really clear what to do. Okay. For the what to do, that's where the brainstorming also comes into play. So you want to accomplish this, write down all the things that you need to do to make it happen. And then you divide and conquer. But the other piece of it, and this is where I think people get lost, is they set goals that they don't have the time and the energy to accomplish. Mm. So rather than work towards them in little ways, they say, ah, next year. I love doing, well, I talk goals year round, you know this, but I especially (laughs) love talking about it in February and March when people have already given up on their New Year's resolutions. It's not okay. Goals are year round. You can restart them every week, every day, every month, doesn't matter. But for the purposes of the common thinking of setting goals, the end slash beginning of the year, make appointments with yourself to work towards your goals. So you write down the things you need to do, schedule time to do them. And there's a trick to that as well. If all you have is even a half an hour a week, do the half an hour, make an ongoing appointment where this is your goal time. This is when you get to do the things that you want or need to do to make your goals reality. And I have this thing, I call it the five of seven rule, which is basically it's permission not to work towards your goals every day. And it can be three days a week, it could be four days a week. I believe that when you say, oh, I'm gonna work on my goals 15 minutes a day, every day, no problem you're going to have a problem because life (laughs) happens. Let's say you missed Sunday and then it's okay. I'll add it to, to Monday. So 30 minutes on Monday becomes 45 minutes on Tuesday. If you didn't have 15 minutes on Sunday, you don't have an hour on Wednesday. So better to put in the time you can do and then do the time. I love that. I love it. It reminded me of um, last year. I finally released my first novel. Now I, I write business books. I, I write weekly, you know, business articles. So this was a little bit different because writing fiction is actually different than writing a business book, at least in my world. And it was interesting because I would, I would, I would had set myself up to fail like what you're talking about. Oh, every Sunday from da da da, I'm going to write, right? Well, that didn't work out too well. And so as a result, it took me 20 years to get this book done. And I remember talking with my editor because I got stuck somewhere along the way. And she goes, Jeanette, you don't have another 20 years to get this book out. I suggest you get it done now. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes we also need a coach. We need a cheerleader. We need accountability partners. What do you recommend to help us like get across that finish line? Well, you need to start with that plan because if you don't have the foundation, you won't be able to turn those goals into reality. Um, And then 
I, I'm going to answer your question, but I want to go back real quick. The appointments you set with yourself, whether you commit an hour a week or two half hours or whatever it is, you can move the appointments. You're just not allowed to delete them. <laughs> Love it. To the time regularly and do the time. Um, for the accountability piece, like I said, when you have the foundation, you can build anything. And whether it is working with a coach or consultant or joining an accountability group, I have my write on online. That's the Facebook group for goal setting, productivity, and community. If you're listening, please find us and join. Um, and a lot of people who I work with, I work with them on the foundation and then I bless them and then I send them off to work with other coaches. I'm really, I don't want to say most concerned with, but most and enthusiastic about helping people figure out what that foundation is so they can build it. And then for the accountability piece, for the moving forward piece, to work with a, a very specific sort of coach on that project. Granted, for writing projects, that's usually me too, but I've had people meet with me before going to a business coach. I've had people meet with me because, oh, this is one of my favorites. She got a contract. She was getting a contract to write a cookbook, but wanted to be prepared for her meeting with the publisher. So we worked and we, she had a plan and everything ready to go before she had that conversation. So I cannot underscore enough the importance of that foundation um, and then from there find your people but again make sure your people are your people because <laughs> you don't want people to poo poo your best idea or say something is great when maybe it isn't great because you could end up somewhere not good <laughs> Uh, well, it's like what we talked about earlier, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of judgy people out there. And so I think it's important that we have people that will support us. That doesn't mean, however, sometimes you don't need to tweak a few things along the way because people can get in their own way or be their own worst enemy because they haven't been there yet. They haven't gone through it yet. You know, I, I remember um, working with some people who are in the process of publishing their books. And yet the, the, the cover, I mean, you only have seven seconds when somebody sees that cover to say, am I interested or not? And so a lot of people like to put their own personal pictures or stuff like that on it that have, that are not eye attractive at all. So, you know, also you need to be open, open to, you may not know it all, but guess what? that doesn't deter you from getting that book published. But I have one last question I wanna make sure that we talk about because it, I think for a lot of people listening, they go, well, this is great. You know, it's almost the end of the year. Maybe I'll listen to this again. And they won't, of course. And so what about the 2022 goals? You know, it's November. I don't really have time anymore. So how can you put that aside and say you do have time or at least get started? So what would you recommend? Well, I start the new year in December. So as far as I'm concerned, the year is like 
winding down (laughs) right now (laughs) because I am a firm believer in a running start to the new year. I started doing this in 2020 when we couldn't get rid of it soon enough. So that's when I started the new year in December. And yes, I said that correctly. Well, the way I say it correctly. (laughs) What are one or two wins you can have by the end of the year? And it does not need to be anything big, but just commit to something doable. So you've got that excitement and that motivation going into the new year. And as I said before, any day, week, month is the perfect opportunity to set the goals. So get your foundation, figure out your mission and your motto, what you are working towards, and then schedule along with these other things, maybe even 15 minutes once a week to assess or to celebrate your wins and assess what's next. Um, maybe once a month, make it 30 minutes and, and um, see if you need to course correct um, every quarter take a little bit deeper, uh, have a little deeper conversation with yourself. And that's really what it boils down to. It's committing to yourself to create the life that you want. And it could be little things, it could be big things, but don't you owe it to you to live the life that you want? We have that. It is in our power. We just need to set the time and the energy to do so. Deborah, I really want to thank you. This has been a great conversation. And I think the people listening are going to walk away or maybe they're driving, who knows, but um, they're going to think, oh my goodness, I heard something in there that really resonated with me and I'm really excited about it. So is there um, a, a website that they can go to to learn more about your DEB system? Uh, as a matter of fact, there it is. I am at the Deb Method everywhere on social, or you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Deborah Eckerling, and just send me a note that this is where we met. Or you can email me, info at thedebmethod.com. See, I made it easy. <laughs> and also, if you want to go through the process on your own, just grab a copy of your goal guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals. The first half of the book will take you through Deb much slower than I just kind of blurted out. And then the second half is strategies for success, there are worksheets, there's resources, um, because my goal is to help people live the life they want and achieve their goal. Super. Um, also, we'll have that information in the comment box in case uh, you didn't catch all of that because you're driving. So do not be trying to write and drive at the same time. So that would be a good goal, right? So anyway, I, I want to thank you, Deborah. It's it's always wonderful to have conversations with you. Um, and I look forward to, you got me inspired now to really review my own goals. So I was like, oh, thank you. It's November. Let's see what we can create. Okay. So again, thank you. Uh, and thank you folks for listening. Uh, this is Jeanette Sibley. And until next time, have a great day. <laughs>